It's Thursday, February 28, 2013. If we really are in a situation where we have low snow consistently for the future, that's a whole different business model. Climate change already affecting Rocky Mountain skiing. Climate change is real. Across the Pacific Islands region, the frequency and intensity of climate extremes are changing. House Democrats smack Republicans for obstructing climate action. Shell Oil calls it quits in the Arctic, for now. Fox News makes a stunning admission. Plus, finally some good news for kids in Detroit. All of that good news and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. In America, you have a right to be stupid. Exercising all of our rights, this is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, a rather stunning admission brought to our attention this morning by occasional Brad Blog contributor D.R. Tucker. He notes an article at Fox News which starts this way. Quote, new technological advances make it possible in the near future to engineer a coal-powered car so clean that it produces nearly no polluting emissions, including carbon dioxide. What? Experts tell FoxNews.com. What? You mean they acknowledge that carbon dioxide is a polluting emission? They apparently did. Of course, that's only on their website. It hasn't made it onto their TV yet, where they routinely poo-poo the idea that uh, carbon dioxide is a pollutant. Oh, it's just plant food, they tell us as they breathe out quickly to show us uh, how they're polluting. But anyway, so there's some uh, good news. A technological breakthrough leads to a reporting breakthrough, a truth breakthrough on foxnews.com. We'll see how long that lasts. You're right. Now on to the news. While oil giant BP is on trial for the worst offshore oil spill in the nation's history down in the Gulf of Mexico, up in the Arctic, Royal Dutch Shell has decided to call it quits for now. After spending more than $5 billion, Shell announced this week it will not drill in the Arctic this summer after a nonstop string of ridiculous, embarrassing, and expensive failures in the harsh extremes of the Arctic, including a rig grounding on an Alaskan island last month. In a statement, Shell said the company is, quote, committed to drill there again in the future. And now the Justice Department has been brought in to investigate Shell for numerous violations of environmental and safety regulations that were found by the Coast Guard. Meanwhile, the Interior Department has announced an emergency review of Arctic drilling policy and permits, but they did emphasize that the goal of the review is not whether or not they will continue to allow Arctic drilling. Well, what's the goal? Oh, just to see if they can improve the process. This, this was the scheme was it not that the Coast Guard was begging the Interior Department not to approve? The Coast Guard said, if there's a spill, we can't respond to it up in the Arctic. And now it's just been plagued with one disaster after another, as if to say, oh, we told you so. Here's something the corporate media didn't tell you this week. In the U.S. House of Representatives, House Democrats have been slamming the Republican majority for its obstruction in addressing climate change. Like new representative from Hawaii, Tulsi Gabbard, who says man-made climate change is already drying out Hawaii. Hawaii is usually thought of as a lush green paradise, but droughts have been more frequent and prolonged. For example, earlier this month, the Big Island of Hawaii was declared a natural disaster due to ongoing extreme drought conditions going back to July of 2008. 
Drought is also impacting the already arid West. Northern California on Thursday officially broke the record for its all-time driest January and February in recorded history. The Northern Sierra Nevadas have seen only two inches of precipitation when it normally gets a foot and a half. Changes in the snow season are hitting the multi-billion dollar ski industry in the Rockies faster than predicted. PBS NewsHour reports that ski resorts are increasingly relying on expensive artificial snowmaking, and it's only going to get worse, predicts Mark Williams, snow hydrologist with the University of Colorado. Snow accumulation starts later, and snowmelt starts uh, earlier. And that's going to have all kinds of repercussions in terms of water availability, uh, in terms of recreation, Uh, In terms of ecosystem services, uh, the list goes on. Williams projects that as early as 2030, less than 20 years from now, the snow line at Aspen Mountain could move up as much as 2,400 feet from the base. It's the opposite problem in Europe, where Greece, Italy, and Britain are reeling from torrential rainfall. Two people were killed in flash flooding in Athens this week, while British farmers are quitting after two successive years of relentless flooding, with 2012 bringing the UK's wettest year on record. Finally, some good news. Finally. In the beleaguered city of Detroit, a policy to reduce lead contamination in communities is working. Levels of toxic lead in Detroit's kids have dropped 70% in less than 10 years. Lead affects children's brain development, and contamination is highest in industrial areas. Environmental Health News warns the number of children with elevated lead levels in Detroit and the Rust Belt still remain higher than the national average, but it's going in the right direction and it shows remediation does work. There you go again, you and your nanny state. If the kids want to eat lead, I say let them. For more on all of these stories, <laughs> check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. While you're there, please consider a donation to help us stay on your public airwaves. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report.